This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Come on out, you rapist! Wow. We are in control now. Ding dong. Hello? Who the hell? What am I doing here? It's, this is SmackDown, baby. It's one of those days. Get your energy up. 40 to nothing. Let's go, Giants. He really took the plus 3.5 points. Yeah, he did. He's an idiot. Hopefully you had a good NFL Sunday. We're about to make history here on Russo Brand. The last SmackDown owned by the McMahon family. Let's break it all down here, Russo's Brand, ChannelAttitude.com. Oh, man. Sorry if my voice is a little uh, rugged. I had a, a tough weekend uh, getting hit by something. I don't know if it's uh, the vid 2023 or whatever's going on, man. But uh, it was quite, uh, hey, you want to lose eight pounds uh, quick? Ask me how. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't eat anything and uh, let it all run through you, man. But, uh, I can't complain because uh, at least my spine is an instanosis. So I'm doing good, baby. And I'm back in the house with the man you know and uh, love and respect. Getting big numbers, actually, off a quote from uh, this show right here. Uh, Stevie Richards back in the house. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, I um, I need to correct myself because, you know, the wrestling fans are kind of a moving target when you're trying to reason to some degree. Yeah. If I had said 10 million, 100 million, a billion, whatever, I was trying to show that no matter how large the number is, it right. will never be enough. But there's no such thing as $100 trillion. I mean, not the guy died or the mm. kids don't have a father and all that other stuff I tried to point out. But that number sticks out more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But uh, I got it from John Hartnett uh, from Wrestle Tracker. Uh, I'm not really familiar with them, but, uh, you know, Stevie's quote from this show about JoJo and the family, 63,000 uh, likes and, and loves on that, man. So regardless of whoever's uh, subbing here, we appreciate you, man. But when those types of things can get out and make waves in the wrestling universe uh, for positivity in the face of tragedy, uh, you know, that's that's about all we can hope for with uh, – reviewing stupid wrestling shows but uh talking that real talk about uh, real human lives man so crazy yeah, stuff I uh where... well i didn't want to i didn't want to, uh, to you know kind of like take off the the impact of that kind of thing but yeah it was the saying trying not seeing the forest through the trees or whatever i'm trying yeah. to just give an overarching theme but no good ego is unpunished to some degree i i'm yeah. happy to see that kind of stuff get there but it's not the words that I put throughout. Oh, punks in jail too. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's not the words or the attention. I don't want my words or my name attached to anything. I want action put into place, not even today or a month from now, but even a year or two from now, or even after that for people to still keep this family in their hopes, uh, their prayers, their thoughts. And also when there is Bray white merchandise or anything that can benefit the family, we all buy up as much as we can. Did I lose him? Has been crying. Did he, did I upset him? 
who knows what might happen. It could be Spectrum. Welcome to the SmackDown review, everybody. And like Ben said, that doesn't really doesn't really resonate when you're talking about the real world, real life, or real loss of life. To talk about wrestling is just like maybe a hundred trillion on the list. Let's use my number. Yeah. Hundred trillion, hundred trillion down on the list of uh, priority. Yeah, yeah. I apologize, guys, uh, with the roadcaster. I'm not sure. Maybe uh, the computer's got uh, the flu too, uh, as it just clicked off for no reason whatsoever. So hopefully we didn't put miss a any of that. Put a mask on it. That'll fix everything. I will. Yeah, I'm going to triple mask this computer. Uh, <laughs> but it looks like you had a good time this weekend uh, out hanging out, man, at uh, the Universal Studios and all that. So I was glad to see. You out there enjoying and living life, man. I'm just thinking two weeks away and I'll be able to get away and recharge and do what I need to do too. Cause I, I think probably part of me getting sick this weekend was uh, just being worn down and worn out for the last month and a half. And it's a huge week in the cannabis for me. So trying to, to make things happen, but uh, you know, you're always at somebody else's mercy, I guess. But uh, yeah, a lot, man. Like I said, uh, it was, it was a great sentiment that you put out there and I'm glad that if there's anything that gets picked up, Regardless, we're not worried about numbers. It's about, uh, you know, influence, I guess. And if we can influence some positivity to help uh, take care of those families, then, then God damn it, I'm glad we did. You know, for somebody who loves them, wants to live like a hermit off the grid, I seem to be getting a lot of attention lately. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted to say this too. Um, you're, you're wondering about that motorcycle ride at Universal that I went on? Yeah. I got the, and, and we were trying to figure out why, but I got the worst migraine that I had in about 10 years afterwards. Really? I was out for the count. I think because I was holding on so tight on the ride that it just, you know, everything was so like tense. You know, not the ride, but my, my fear of it. But there was one point my wife didn't record it, but you go and it, it, it shoots you out and it's a lot of twists and turns. It's not terrible. You'd be fine on it. But there's a straightaway, and then it goes up and down, and then you go to reverse and do all that. I'm looking, and I'm, like, scared to death, but out of my mouth where everybody can hear it because it just stops for about 10 seconds, I scream, let's fucking go. Ah. <laughs> right? My wife just looks yeah. like, what the hell? Everybody everybody was, like, talking when I shouted it, which for my voice, the fact anybody heard anything was a miracle. It got quiet. Like, everybody's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, let's fucking go. Quiet, like nothing, <laughs> like the birds chirping, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and we were in the front. We got the front uh, car oh, no. of it. It was just a recipe for disaster. <laughs> you, were you in, were you fear for your life at any point or no? Well, you know what? I did see a really skinny homeless person with tattoos, and I said, be careful. We need the fear for our life. Even Watch though- out for that guy. Yeah, even though I went up to him and I, I asked him how he was doing, and he seemed very nice. I was like, he can go at any time. You just need his music didn't hit, so I think that's if his music had that's hit. That's what it was. It's go time. Let's fucking go. That's it's on. It's on. What do you uh, think? By, by, by the way, just a quick question. I didn't know if I presented the question correctly last week, and maybe John spoke on it. John Hart, and, but was I off base with my thing of like? a white belt that graduated to the next belt that got really full of themselves and just wanted to roll and fight with everybody. That's, that's kind of what it reminded me of just to recap. You're spot on with that. And that's what John had said too, of like, 
guys get their first Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, starter package 101 with the the anti-rub shirts and all that kind of shit, right? And they learn one fucking uh, key lock uh, submission, and now he believes the Anaconda Vice is a really legit fucking killer move. Hmm. But, uh, you know, the, the, anybody uh, who's even a, a, a class above him will smoke him 10 out of 10 times, so... You know, he's just after I got to believe the the male ego is fragile, especially the woke male ego uh, and uh, whatever he wants to do to walk around and puff his chest out like he's badass. Because that was the other one. Did you see that uh, that he placed third in a in a Brazilian jiu jitsu competition? But there was only three people in the competition. So I, I placed I placed fourth and I didn't even enter. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't even know about the tournament, and I placed fourth. So there we are. It's definitely a high-level tournament with three people entering. I mean, the competition is crazy good. Uh, you know, it's just ridiculous. Uh, to me, that's all midlife crisis shit. You might as well be buying a fucking Harley Davidson or a Corvette or trading up wives for a 19-year-old or some bullshit like that because to think that, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start being a shooter because my whole life I've been a, a fake tough guy. You know, like that, that's what all this shit really is. And then what you're going to go at a ADHD, half Asperger's, uh, you know, nerd. And like, that's going to fucking get you over. You're going to go at a, at a kid who's a second generation Hollywood uh, pussy. Really? Tough guys, tough guys out here. You know, there's a cryptic tweet by Joe because of the video I put about what went wrong with that Pepsi plunge for the finish at the uh, Wembley stadium show. Yeah. And I have no doubt, like, it was kind of like the I thought we were friends thing. And I'm sure Punk says that and pulls that sympathy card out with people like me if if he's watched that video. But at the same time, I could turn around and say, oh, so when I when I was almost dying, I didn't I didn't this didn't even not that I matter. Yeah. I concentrate on you, Russo, yeah. Hobby Media Group, the people who who did reach out when I was at my lowest point, I consider I consider total strangers to be better friends if you wanted to be completely frank and honest. But right. also as a friend, I'm going to be absolutely honest with my friends. Like when something's not good, I'll tell you, I'll tell Russo, you'll, you guys will tell me. Uh, but the bubble, like you said, the fragile ego, the midlife crisis, all the above. It's just, it's not a, it, it, the reason why the business is not as popular as it should be is because nobody can take the constructive criticism to make their product, their matches, their characters better than they are. That's why nobody's growing right now. And, you know, you're spot on because I told you not to ride that goddamn. What kind of person to say a toe to so? But you know what? A toe to so. A fucking a toe to so. You know. Well, love will make you do right. crazy things. <laughs> <laughs> It will. Uh, I she did see say, she did. She did do the. She did the old like like Paul Heyman. You don't have to go through the flaming tables. It's okay. Nobody will think less of you. <laughs> uh, I didn't see the backhanded tweet from Joe. Of, I thought we were bros. Like why are you? No, he said like it's a shame when people commodify like your friendship and stay. It was like right after I made that video public. Mm. So I could be, it could be another coincidence, just like 15 minute cities and instant yeah. wildfires. Yeah. But you know what, dude, that's the thing, Joe, you are overweight. I'm sorry. I don't care how you move for your weight. I don't care how 
your ring condition, your ring conditioning has nothing to do with dropping dead of a heart attack because you're a hundred pounds overweight. Wow. I could go 20 minutes in the ring. Congratulations. What's it like getting out of bed in the morning? Hit me now. Tell me I'm overweight too. I, I've told you when you needed to lose weight and I've told you when you look great. I know that I, I, know, uh, but I, I, I need to lose another 30. So I'm just, I just need that for motivation. So give me one. Oh, I, I'll upload a video about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ben Yamin. <laughs> look oh, at the belly on the profile. Look at the, look at the tits on that guy. Holy shit. Oh, uh, that'd be brutal. That would be brutal. Uh, but hey, Joe, uh, meet me over at Ponderosa, buddy. We'll have a good one. Don't listen to these guys. They don't know how, what it's like to be like us. I love, hey, uh, I love Chinese buffets as much as the next Samoan. So don't, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. <laughs> uh we I, I did break down uh you know and for again guys forgive my raspiness my voice i'm trying to power through here with about 30 percent energy and stevie's at 25 percent, so it's the walking wounded today on smackdown live review but um uh history to be made here the last smackdown and the last raw tonight uh owned by the mcmahon family because on uh, september 12th tko takes over and uh and puts uh puts their stock price out there so i'm interested to see what that's gonna come out at it wwe's at about a hundred dollars a share right now uh they took a big dip from 114 to 94 when the saudis invested in uh pfl uh instead of because they wanted to buy ufc and the lions of zion told them no uh so they decided okay we'll do our own thing and WWE merging with them while working with that is what hurt the stock price. So I got in on a little bit, just made a couple bucks there, but I'm not sure it was going to be a low offering where everybody gets in and then to make a, a quick buck or how they're going to work it. But uh, you'd think, I, I, I thought they they might mention it, you know, on the show and they didn't put it over at all of like the new partnership and like get get all that big press over with clippings and whatnot. I think that really hurts the entire scope of how big the company is now and how like it may be a new era. You said it before with the Triple H thing and with this deal, this would have been the week to be like brand new graphics, brand new everything to show a different identity for right. WWE. But no, I mean, even even taking all the production nods from UFC, those black and white three-quarter interview things and setting stuff up and starting every show with a, with an identity theme for it, a story arc. They don't nothing, man. I mean, there's a lot of missed opportunities. I mean, if, if it never happens, then I, I guess it's not a bad thing because you don't miss it. Yeah. But, but for us to look at like, why do you not just put a, it's a fresh coat of paint, a potentially fresh coat of paint on the product, but you choose to just do business as usual and what's the next uh, pay-per-view? Is it Survivor Series? Uh, I think there's a uh, Saudi One. show before that. Yeah. So what do you, I mean, what else? you didn't promote the Saudi show, so why not take two to three weeks to really showcase, have USC fighters ringside, have Dana White in the crowd, have, yeah. I, I don't understand it, like why they just don't want to be excited to try to do something different that they haven't been doing. Do you think that they will do something this week because last week was the last WWE one? Or do you think there will even be like a power move where 
they were sitting in wait, you know, Vince gets raided that they, even that story has been swept under the rug, right? Like, yeah, that, that was, that was like a two day thing. Like, Oh, the FBI raided WWE headquarters in Vince's house for files. What? Like, uh, and, you know, and they're just waiting now that they've got, uh, control. We are in control now. Uh, that they'll actually start dropping some stiff bombs of like, no, this is the way it's going now. This is what's going to happen. We're not doing this. You're going to use, because people have been half paranoid about, especially office people, graphics, production, that they were already looking for new gigs because they're not going to need two of everything. That's the exact same thing that allegedly happened when USA got folded into NBC, right? So uh, we, we, there's a lot of dark days ahead for WWE production people. And no one's really talking about that. Well, you should have two different teams because you're going to overload them and the creativity is not going to be there. I mean, the next step is to just have the DDP Yoga crew do all the stuff like they do at AEW. That's who right. last time was producing most of the packages and everything. Here's the thing. Do you think that this has been kept quiet? And when it does officially merge, that now Vince will be arrested, that Vince will be indicted, that they were just waiting. And it just could waiting. be a level of maybe corporate espionage mm-hmm. on Endeavor's part or UFC to get him out because nobody's been able to do it up to this point. And right. Nick Khan is now cemented in and kind of like tied in with the UFC brand, right? Like everybody's kind of merged together on every level. I don't think they're going to do that. You know why? Today's September 11th. You're your your Christmas. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's so, a great day for everybody. <laughs> this is your Easter. Yeah, you. Uh, I mean, again. just just going through the timelines, bro. You know, and seeing all my local people, uh, just with never forget, never forget. And I'm like, yeah, but always forget this. Yeah, that doesn't count. Always, always, always forget that. Always forget it. Yeah, it's always it's remember twenty three years. Yeah. Let's let's always remember towers up to the number three. Everything after that yeah. is <laughs> yeah. So we can't go past that. Twenty-two years of uh, just uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, where nobody wants to admit it and keep going, and everything that's happened to where we are with a complete new, new, new world order takeover is because no one will go after the people that were really responsible for it. They're just happy to post another meme of. So many lost and never got to see their families again. Yeah. Guess who was responsible for it? Not the people they told you were, and we all know it, but we'll keep biting on that lie, bro. It's brutal to me to fucking have to uh, sit there and see the ignorance of people I know who, well, I'd like to think that they're fucking got a better head on their shoulders than what they do. But this day absolutely proves that they're still stuck in a, a mindset of, uh, you know, please, please wipe my ass for me, <laughs> you know, well, is what it comes down to. Well, and uh, the governor of Hawaii slipped up with the smart cities con- mm-hmm. comment. He, he, this is what they've done. They, they, this was social engineering to see if, are you really going to, like, want to stop the government after this? The Patriot Act, which automatically re- renews, like, after midnight, and it was yep. pushed through. And, hey, I know fast typers. I, I had, took typing class in high school. I don't know who can type up. 11, over 1,100 pages in a matter of an hour. And then the Pelosi, uh, you know, famous line, which can be put in here. Let's pass it so we can see what's in it. That's kind yeah, of what happens. Stuff. 
But I will say this, there will come a day where you're going to say, Stevie Richards, we laughed at you. But there will come a day where the Secretary of Defense will say, we have $100 trillion not accounted for, and nobody's going to blink an eye. There was another $6 billion yesterday, or two days ago for uh, Ukraine that, that just was a miscalculation uh, uh, on the other $4 billion that they did, uh, what, a month ago? Yeah. Like it, just, it just don't stop, bro. It just does not stop. And to the point of, is this a simulation experience? Is this a fucking, you know, where they're like the 2030 plan, there's not going to be a 2024 election. Are we going to be Wolverines in the fucking wood doing Red Dawn? <laughs> all, all fucking signs point to yes, uh, unfortunately, bro. All we wanted to do was be the enlightened generation that got along with everybody. And now we're as far away from that as we possibly could be, bro, in a, in a war machine. I know we're off topic here. I was just, uh, you know, the 9-11 thing always, uh, especially on 9-11, is a germane topic. But it's interesting. Will they dethrone Vince? Will Nick Khan stab up Vince to become the top guy? Because that's what he is, is an Iceman. That's why you hire a guy like that. And if it's if it's only business, pal, then bad PR and, and other bodies that are about to be exhumed, <laughs> you know, that, that along that trail getting having the fall guy and taking down the big corporate tycoon so everyone can go yes we got one as opposed to where they're like thank you vince <laughs> when he where you been after the ray yeah. the, you know the nda and all, every other allegations and all that bullshit bro people want the schoidenfreude they want to uh rejoice in the misery of of others and they want to feel superior and and i don't i see that happening possibly and probably i don't know as soon as 9 12 but i think the fact that this has been swept under the rug you got a great point that when they take over it could be gloves off to go after the mcmahons yeah because then they will do their own independent investigation along and cooperate with the sec and they're going to look like the good guys that took over the evil empire um, I wanted to say this too. Plus, uh, sorry, know, plus, 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 he's Trump's boy, and they're on yeah. him. You know, so anybody within one degree of separation, if you can get got, they're going to do that too. Well, I was thinking of The Rock being involved because he's involved with UFC and he's Nick Khan's best friend from like high school or something. Did you see? And this is off topic, but people have to look at this because this is the shady ass shit that these Hollywood celebrities and all these people in the elite class do remember they stood up there and asked people that can't even afford food or rent or anything to donate to Maui and Hawaii. And they said, we have pledged $10 million. Think about uh, the Amber Heard thing. She pledged money. If you look it up, they're connected to a corporation that already exists. That's going to handle the money. They're pledging the $10 million on behalf of you, me, and everybody out they're not giving ten million dollars of their own money. They can find it in their fucking couch uh, cushions and and but they are not doing that. But you be you bet that I don't know about Rocky. Oprah's already she's the one and everybody else sending those realtors to call up the natives and try to do the land grab. But Rocky's gotta be right. Let's call what it is, because I I've always liked him personally. But this dude is completely compromised since the oh, yeah. Biden-Harris interview. He's yep. completely. You think 60, Rocky- $60 billion Hollywood, right? Like, you remember that cover? Wasn't he the $60 billion man from Hollywood? Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and 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 ten and ten million. Uh, let's let's just re- review what a billion dollars. That's how is that's how greedy they are too. Yeah. Ten million, they could just make they make that in their sleep. Yes, but they won't. They they that's their money. That's like Vince. That's my goddamn money. Yeah. But yeah. they will pledge that money on behalf of you, but you have to give it. Yeah. You can't yeah, give it. Don't you care about these people? Come on. And, 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 and the funny and part is they won't even let the people who own the own the property. Yeah. They're arresting them. They won't even let them in there 30 days past. Dude, and, and this is Bush. They did both sides. Uniparty. Let's talk Uniparty. No more of this bullshit. George Bush. They did the same exact thing. Hey, don't send food. Don't send water. Don't send. Just send cash. Like Bush said, just send cash. Cash is what helps. These fucking people are pigs. I'll be right back yeah. in a second. Hold on. It's all good, man. They are, man. And, uh, you know, not to get too deep, but it is 9-11, you guys. And, you know, that's what the gimmick is founded on, uh, based on uh, trying to do the awakening. And you guys are already awake here at channelattitude.com, the best subscribers anywhere on the planet who you guys know, man. And uh, you're, you're not alone out there. I know days like today where 22 days uh, later, 22 years later, post-traumatic distress uh, and, you know, everything we've been through from if we can get that over, we can get every other side. Hey, Rocky, over. Rocky just dropped off a truck. I take back everything I said. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him let's fucking go or no? I did. Uh, oh, man. Well, I mean, it'll only be a matter of time before he's like, wow, I can't believe this guy just left our friendship on Twitter. Well, uh, you trucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm commodifying our friendship. That's my famous yeah. thing I do. <laughs> uh, let's fucking go. It's the SmackDown Live uh, review for September 8th, 2023, you guys. Uh, a interesting, somewhat strange show. I don't know. I, I, I had a good time with the self-help group. It was uh, chugging along. Uh, I, I felt the flow of the show was better than other ones, but some of the decisions uh, I wasn't uh, too sure on. So, uh, we start with the big uh, back pay recap, go everything that, that happened at uh, back pay. And so, you know, is that how you want to start a show? I like to start with an inciting incident. I like to have uh, let's hook them and to go, hey, watch what you already watched. Here it is. And then not really do a ton of business out of that. Not the strongest way to start for me. What are you thinking? Well, I was going to say, just as an example, it might be a painful one. Maybe on on the SmackDown review, the Raw review, we we spend the first 10 minutes just replaying our last review. Yeah, that'd be a good way to do it. I'm I just think. saying, it's just as like you're, you're tuning in and Fox is paying money, which there's a story attached to that, too, you could talk about. That's Fox, interesting, yeah. Fox is paying a lot of money. You know, what is it, $2.8 million per episode or $3.8 It's like $28,000 a minute or something. Mm-hmm. It's a obnoxious number. So you're paying for that, and then you're just basically, you know, 10 minutes or what, what do we count? We might do it. Maybe we do a little bit of game, and we'll tell the people out there as well. Tell us how much actual live content you're getting on SmackDown as well as Raw. We'll, we'll yeah. see how much is – that because that's how much they're delivering to Fox and, and USA. Yeah, well, that's a great great part of this story too because there's word that Fox isn't going to re up their deal. So where are they going next? Who are they going to work next? Which is always an opportunity for us 
to allegedly go and get a hold of those network executives going, you're about to fucking stick your head into the lion's mouth. I don't know if you know that or not. Uh, you might want to listen to us first. Uh, some of them do, some of them don't, and they're marks. And that's why their show went from a 3.6 rating down to a 1.9. And then when they get back to a 2.2, they think they're masters of the universe. But it was more important to get a picture with Bray in the, uh, you know, in the fucking control room out of gimmick. That, that was that was well worth the extra money. Um, but the, the, the thing that is a little more Freud that uh, the Ryan Satin uh, wrestling podcast through Fox is done and canceled. So we'll see where he slimes his way on to next in uh, E! News or TMZ or some bullshit like that. Uh, you know, no love for that asshole whatsoever after sabotaging Russo on podcast one and uh, just uh, really – having no credibility whatsoever and then marking out for some TMZ fanboy bullshit. And really everybody he's probably interviewed looks at him as a complete and total mark uh, that shouldn't even be close to the business, uh, let alone have a gig with Fox. So uh, like I said, it doesn't matter whether it's the pundits or the executives. They there's just because they're like, Oh, he works for Fox. There's a lot of fuck faces uh, that don't know their ass from a hole in the ground, let alone this wrestling business and or how to do it the right way. Uh, and we've dealt with them, whether it was conspiracy horseman pilots, uh, pitching uh, to be a consultant and every other damn thing. Every time you talk to them, they're, they're not with it. They're not on the ball and they don't have cutting edge mentality. I have our new show name. I think it's ready to bring back alien. Yeah, that, that, no, they're mm. definitely pro Second Amendment. Especially mm. when it comes to, those numbers are right. Yeah, <laughs> but the Ryan Sand thing—that's that that show. I don't understand. I mean, obviously, everybody knows what the business is about at this point. But my God, out of character is basically counterproductive to everything you're trying to sell on all the shows. So I, I can't believe it lasted that long outside of Saturn. I'm just talking about the show concept is almost shooting yourself in the foot, not in the podcast one way, that's to the head. But yeah. but basically, you're basically saying, hey, you watch five, six, seven, eight, nine hours of wrestling every week. <laughs> you wasted your fucking time. It's all bullshit. 100%, man. And the, and the guy who has zero credibility is the one exposing it. Like, if anything, he should be blacklisted and blackballed for it. Do you think that if he thinks he doesn't have a path, like, to get another job in wrestling, do you think he'll he'll sue or say, well, will things start to come out on his end to try to cash out on it? No, I think there's a 90% chance he he joins uh, Nick Hausman House of Wrestling. That's what I see. Is that what it's called now? Uh, House of, uh, yeah, H-A-U-S, like Hausman. Yeah, it's super. Okay, it's, super well, never, it's the first time here. I, I mean, he's, that's why that's punk is stooging directly to Nick, and he's stooging directly to Cornette. So you know, do as thou wilt. Um, then we get uh, damage control to kick it off uh, with Shotzi and Cher lit flare. Um, yeah, I, dude, I'm. If there's anybody who's improving, and is getting over more, it's Shotzi. The, the hair, the intensity, the commitment to the bit. Usually when a performer that's been in WWE and kind of been recycled or just been feeder, you can see it wear them down. And their performance is never really as like 
genuine or fresh as when they first come in. And I'd say she's opposite of that right now. I see a reignition, not necessarily in the spot or like the push, just her energy and her entrance and trying to get over and connect with the crowd. I'm impressed with what she's doing, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think she needs a new finish. It seemed like the finish was a little bit weak. And uh, just I'm going to start off with two negatives. Finish was weak. And was was Bailey Corpson, was she smiling about putting Shotzi over? Because that, that happens a lot there. where, they, like Charlotte did it at WrestleMania. It's like I'm proud of that. That doesn't kind of denote a blood feud of a girl you cut the hair of and everything that you're happy. Right. But I believe she's motivated and inspired because I had a similar thing after my brother passed away. Her her sibling passed away. She has a renewed thing of. I'm not wasting any time. I'm not half-assing anything anymore. I'm going, they may not push me, but I'm going to make sure when I go out there and whatever I do, like you said, committing to the bid, making the most out of whatever minute amount of time you have, I think that's the real world feeling and emotion and what she has going on outside of wrestling is spilling over into her performance. Is is that an accurate type of? I'd say so. Yeah, and I think sometimes after you lose somebody that close to you, you say to yourself, I got to live life not just for me, but for them now. Yeah. And, and and that can be the ignition uh, to that, uh, absolutely. And then there also comes a time where you play by the rules for so long and it doesn't get you anywhere. And then you're like, fuck it, I'm going to turn my shit up and connect with the crowd as best I can. That's an L.A. Knight thing. L.A. Knight got over himself, and then the office had to fucking acknowledge it. It wasn't the fact that they were doing something to get him over, you know? Like, he was, like you said, making the most of it. And once you do that and you tip those dominoes, they're going to start falling. So she might be going up the ladder here if she can stay healthy. Well, and also perspective, like you just said, what's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing has happened. She lost somebody she loved. Yeah. Boy, wait, I'm going to get heat. They're going to yeah. take me off TV if yeah. I do my best or it's going to get me polit- politics and all that bullshit and, you know, playing to an audience of one or two in the back. She shall that because she has the perspective now that it doesn't matter. It's in a way it's stupid wrestling. It's the bubble. She experienced yeah. real life. And I think yep. that differentiated everything. What are you going to do? You fire you me? Hey, you can fire me. Keep me here. I still lost somebody I loved as long as I'm alive. I got a chance. Right. That's the way yeah. I think she looks at it. And in the face of death, you you appreciate life that much more. And she worked hard to get there. And I think a lot of that is coming through right now. The And the new haircut sometimes even can be freeing for somebody, you know what I mean, to leave that stuff behind. So um, then we get at the end, uh, Asuka pops up like a jack-in-the-box uh, to scare, uh, what's her name, uh, Candy, not Candice LaRue, uh, fucking Sky. Uh, Sky. No, it wasn't EO. It wasn't the genius of the sky. It was, uh, oh, Kai, Kai, Sky. Kai, Kai, Sky, Sky, Kai. Uh, and she, oh my God, uh, an Asian in, in kiss makeup. Ah, like, oh, dude, just the worst acting possible. I really don't even know how this girl is on any roster, let alone the main roster. I just don't. Oh, how dare you? Road dog yeah. is coming for you right yeah, now. Well, whatever. Um, but I was going to say, she wasn't wearing a mask. So that could have been like, whoa. Yeah, whoa. You're close. You're in my six feet. But I will say this for Asuka. Cut the hair. The makeup is even more intense. And she's probably lost 
a, a 10 to 15 pounds. Not that she was heavy before, but her body is tightened right up, man. And I know she's a foodie on the kind of Chan channel. So that's always tough uh, when you, as much as you enjoy it uh, to, to work that much harder, or you're just on some, you know, advice. Uh, and, uh, but I thought Oscar looked great. Uh, and she's committed to the bit too, always with the, crazy stuff now but it, i think there's more money on oscar than being a kiss clown what would you do with her i mean she went through some mental stuff on social media that we talked about i think a week or two yeah. ago where she thought like the wrestling media or these other people it was very very strange almost like a cry for help type thing yeah. did you take it that way uh, you know, I, I just see it as being in the bubble and you're beaten down. I know she was going back and forth to Japan just to kind of try and get her head right. You know, wanting to build her house and the arcade and all that shit is a lot of stress. And just like, what else is there for me where they're putting me in pink mom jeans and I get to come out and do a half-ass dance. Like to me, everything, when everyone goes, it's hard to write for women. Like I've heard that in, in acting my whole life, right? There's no good women parts. Kill Bill is everything. If you can't start at Kill Bill and work from there, then you're a fucking moron. So for me, I want her to be an assassin. I want her to be that, um, how about that one uh, Mexican cartel leader? You know, the the woman that was like the, the badass. Queen of the South or something yeah, like yeah. that. Something yeah. along those lines, man. How do we take from these and make her, without calling her Yakuza, the, you know, the, without calling her Yakuza, make something like that? I'm laughing because maybe Ari or somebody on the Endeavor board actually watches movies or TV shows. Right. <laughs> the guy, be, the guy that's being investigated right now, he doesn't know. He doesn't know anything about what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, Asian kiss. That's what we want, pal. We're gonna rock and roll all night and party every day. I can't wait till Kiss is uh, gonna be the, the. Well, they charge a lot. So what is it gonna? Maybe Ario Speedwagon or Air Supply. Yeah. It could be the WrestleMania song. <laughs> I, I I love that. Yeah, they'll paint them up. up. They'll paint them up like Kiss, though. Yeah, I want to come out to Star Blazers music and have the Argo. Remember the Star Blazers? Yes. Have that, the hologram of that. That's gonna be I'm, great. That's yeah. gonna be great. Well, but I, I will players. say, I, I thought I think Oscar looks great, and I think Shotzi's energy's up. I don't know what it is with the corpse thing of like, and we've heard it. We've heard it from a lot of AEW. Uh, I don't want to say legends, but like X WWE and WCW guys who go, I want to help get this kid over. And there's only really one guy who's ever done that. In my opinion, I don't say one, but who did it better than anybody else. Terry Funk got more people over selflessly and didn't put his own ego in front of the way. And, and doesn't go, didn't sit there after guys got over and went, see, I did that me yeah. off them. They're, yeah. they're doing it on camera. It, mm. You can be proud of the work you did getting a kid over, but you wait till you get to the fucking back to do the hugs. They're out there putting them over going, ain't I great? And the difference is like, you know, talking about me, just because I, I have the experience of being one of those fortunate people that Terry got over. I, I didn't start talking about that till like 10, 15 years after, not 10, 15 minutes after the match right. when I'm sitting at a press conference, right. I let the mystique sit there. And then you have the perspective. I don't understand these people that don't even have the perspective of looking back at it. They're looking back at it like five minutes after they showered yeah. and, and getting up there and talking. Well, once you get to the scrum, once you get to the scrum, that's real. The phony wrestling show. That's what happens out there. Now we can go see. 
I fucking did it. I used all my star power to help get them over. Like, as opposed to being like, I can't believe this kid beat me. There's going to be repercussions for it. You know, like they just, they just can't help themselves from, from blowing sunshine up their own asses. Uh, then we get the match flow recap. So two recaps in between one segment, uh, Cena and, uh, Jimmy, uh, on SmackDown, uh, you know, or Jay Uso, excuse me. We're not going to have Cena, so it doesn't really make much difference here. I think it was Jimmy, not Jay. It was it Jimmy? I can't remember. Yeah, because right. he was a heel in the ring, and uh, uh, that's when Cena said they fired the wrong Uso, the wrong Uso Quinn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was Jimmy. Well, what's your opinion? I mean, there was a thread with Jimmy throughout this, but do you feel like Jimmy is just? It feels flat. It just kind of feels. I mean, it's obviously jumped the shark with. It's confusing who's on whose side, who's in, who's out. That's why I had in the out burger because it's like, are you in or are you are you in? Yeah, I, don't yeah. what, I don't know what Paul was saying when he said in and out, and he was really let's fucking go. Let's go. I think I think Paul's down about twenty pounds too. Did you see that? No, no, I no, I didn't. I did not when they had like this close up shot of his eye. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope he is. I mean, I, I'm yeah. making jokes about whatever, but, you know, being a cartoon character over the years. But, yeah, you know, I mean, the guy's got kids and maybe grandkids soon. I don't know how old his kids are. No, man, stick around. Yeah, especially with the money he's been making. Well, he's going to get uh, around and those people back, too. I just want to yeah. make, that, make that clear. Uh, but Polly and Jimmy backstage uh, trying to get things uh, right about the uh, situation. And then AJ – uh, you know, interjects himself there. And dude, I think there's a, a fair amount of uh, advice or B12 going on right around now because everybody has got the shoulders with the striations and the fucking huge cuts in their arms in like two to three weeks time. Everybody put on 10 to 15 pounds of muscle, bro. Uh, I think they were doing the beach body on demand 21 day fix. That's my... Uh... My guess. Hey, AJ, Hulk Hogan's looking at that going, damn, in 84, I didn't even have arms that big. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and AJ, again, is the thread throughout the show with Jimmy. So at least they're threading shows. If you go back to the consultants, allegedly, three years ago, we're like, please have one thread through the fucking show. They had none. In the last two weeks, they definitely have. So you got to put it's that good on. To know, it's good to know that his... um. His crew are such honorable people, and always they're always there when he needs help, right? <laughs> hey, I got beat up once. Nah, nobody come. I got beat up again in two different groups. We'll nothing. get to it, but nothing, nothing. You know what's going to happen, though? They're going to come next week, and then they're going to fight John. I'm going to call it right now. Judgment Day versus the OG or OC, and they're going to put him over clean, and AJ's not going to come out. So nobody cares about anybody. They deserve it, right? Oh, yeah. They didn't do shit. Uh, Then we get damage control backstage. Uh, Probably the greatest uh, part of this show. I think uh, uh, I ready, ho. That is challenge for the title. Um, I don't know what that meant, but uh, challenge accepted. So, you know, they're obviously listening to what I want as a viewer, which is more broken english uh promos back and forth promo battle so we got a little bit of that and we also got some oh, oh, Japanese, this guy, Japanese. 
So it was, I, I really liked, yeah. I hey, liked by, the, by the way, though, by the way, maybe she's the one that sent that Ali tweet and it wasn't Ali. Because she goes, I ready, ho. Is this, oh, this you, yeah, ho? It was her. Yeah. It was, yeah, this you, ho. That's good. We could be onto something. I ready, ho. Uh, yeah, so Damage Control and Asuka are going to do it again, Val. You know what I mean? So uh, You're but hoping not... for an in-ring debate. That's what you want. You want the oh, in-ring debate. You want a contract signing where they both get to talk as long as they want. Spring absolutely. It first, first hour, I think, would be good. Uh, as long as somebody on commentary calls it a Pearl Harbor job, that's all I give a fuck about. Uh, L.A. Knight uh, comes out to cut the promo. He takes a shot at um, Nash, which was a pretty deep cut about uh, not playing. He goes, but I know the difference between adjectives and verbs because uh, Nash did a promo about adjectives and that play was the adjective, but it's a verb. So just – this is the best we can do. Why not call him out? And he goes, yeah, and I don't give a fuck about what anybody from the NWO's got to say about me. Yeah, I'm talking to you, big sexy. Like, dude, lay it in there. We don't need this backhanded shit. Lay it in there. Nash uh, would Nash would not mind at all because it would only get eyes and ears on his podcast and the things that he's trying to, you know, to promote. It It's funny because, like, People putting names out, positive or negative, in that way, it's just going to give him content to do whatever. And Absolutely. LA Knight, I'm sure you could, you could even call him, hey, dude, I'm going to say this. Is it cool? Nash would be like, dude, <laughs> go yeah. say even more. That's what he would do. Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. And you don't got to go super lowbrow with it, but it's the hardcores who are watching that. He goes, and he, he should say, I don't care who talks shit about me. Hulk Hogan and... Kevin Nash, any of them, like uh, if they want some, they can come down and get it too. Yeah, I would have brought um, up the gra- I would have brought up the gravy train reference again. They're trying to hop on the gravy train, all of them. Yeah, because that's what he yeah. used to say in Impact. Sure. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I put swallow pills here. I don't know what that was about. Did you want um, to swallow pills while you were watching the show? Yeah, I think somebody was he because his shoulders were big. Um, Grayson Waller and Theory come out. Then we get the biggest fake heat from DJ Jazzy Def. Like, had that bitch cranked up to 11, man. Like, the sound effects weren't real at all in this or the Dominic spot. Yeah. Nobody has that. There's no human being on the planet. You know, I watched NFL week one, most exciting stuff. They cheer. They do not do constant crowd noise at the stadium. For the Dominic one, I think was over sixty seconds. It was rough. Yeah, uh, and then we also in this, which made me go, "Ugh." If you're gonna be the Rock, the Rock would stick it straight up your candy ass, right? This guy's saying Keister. Well, somebody was on Zoom. Yeah, somebody was on Zoom earlier. On Zoom, big time, bro. Keister. It's it's brutal. It's, it's Friday when... night, Friday night, almost eight thirty, nine o'clock. What are we, what are we doing, man? <sighs> Keister. Keister Sunday. Uh, then we get theory versus LA night, uh, big outside suplex and neck breakers on the fucking floor. What are we doing on a Friday night? Why are we doing these spots on the floor? You guys, 
when you're on major pushes, both of you, you both look great. There's money on you. You're the future of the company, both of you. And we're doing things that could easily put somebody <laughs> big E's done because of what the same exact shit that you just did on the floor is nobody learning any lessons a- at all, how to protect each other that you don't need to do any of that shit. Um, then we get, uh, Waller takes, uh, off the turnbuckle and they teased it, but they didn't use it in the finish. He takes it off and then it's like, Oh, here it comes. Oh, put the brakes on and go into something else. I put, was that right or not, Stevie, to to tease the turnbuckle but never use it that way for the heels or to not have a shoot reverse where he eats the buckle? Well, I don't think you need either because this isn't really a blood feud. This isn't like anything that has a storyline really attached to it. So bumping on the floor, bumping on the apron, trying to ram somebody into the, the exposed turnbuckle. Yeah. These are all unnecessary. I think that's a little – somebody had it in their mind like, well, we're not going to give them everything. We're going to tease stuff. Then when someone gets into it, it like nobody's going to remember that three weeks from now if different talents are always trying to do it and then somebody goes into it. And usually an exposed turnbuckle, what happens? Goldberg knows because he did it for real. You get busted open. Yeah. If, if anything, If anything, you want to level it out. Let Grayson Waller get caught untying it and throw him the fuck out. Yeah. So I don't know. It was strange to 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 undo it. You expect the spot and then we never get to it. All it was was a whoa, 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 turn thing. Uh but LA night up, right? Was that what it was? I didn't circle. Yeah. Yeah, he was up. Yeah. Uh AJ, he's still standing. Uh that's what I put there. I don't even know what that means. Uh then we get jury duty. Um, and the announcer botches on the way to the ring. Uh, it's Dominic Pre, Damian Priest, and Dominic. Like, uh, and I'm sure that one will make botchamania because even Graves had to cover that. Uh, the announcer was so excited that he couldn't even get the names right that night. And then we stand in a line and we do the fucking pass the mic back and forth until we get to Dominic's booze with DJ Jazzy Def going overboard with it. I just want to know where the senior sticker came from. You couldn't even paint the senior part on it. You got to just slap it on it. Plus, it's a bur- purple briefcase, so big. I mean, so customized. Yeah, it, it matches. It matches their branding. You know, uh, so none of that meant meant a goddamn thing, really. Uh, and I, I don't even think uh, Ray wasn't even out there with him, right? No, it was just I didn't see her. Yeah. So, you know, wherever we're going with that, it really didn't have, have much teeth in it whatsoever. And they're already selling the new Damian Priest briefcase on WWE shop.com. Uh, then we get, around, why would you walk around with a money in the bank briefcase? I'm just curious. The belt is one thing I kind of get it, but why would you walk around with a briefcase? Cause you never know when, it's going to be your chance to cash in. If somebody, you never know, you don't know these other segments. If somebody does take a turnbuckle, that, that could be your time to, to slide okay, in. Here's, here, all right, here's where I think outside the bubble. Okay. All right. You're a person and you're walking around in public with a briefcase that says money on it. <laughs> you, you don't think somebody's yeah. going to rob you in 2023? There must be money in that. that. How about how about we do that? Who holds them up for it? You know, 
Hit Row does a fucking Suge Knight job on him. Could be. Hmm. Uh, Heyman politics to Pierce backstage. LA Knight comes into the scene and Heyman tries to soft soap him and say, I've been uh, admiring your stuff there and gives him a handshake. LA Knight shakes Paul Heyman's hand. What the fuck? Like the biggest baby face is not going to shake hands with the top scumbag heel. I don't care if it's for whatever, for politics or whatever. If, it, if anything, the spot is going to be to shake his hand and Heyman tries to pull his hand away and he can't. Instead, LA Knight just shakes his hand and then Heyman heats on him going, you don't interrupt my time in the future, you know? And like, and LA and, and agrees. Him. LA yeah, he agrees. agrees with him. That's it. I go, what in the fuck is this scene, bro? Not, yeah, not, go okay. go I was going to say, not calling a shot and saying, tell your boy I'm coming for him. Yeah. <laughs> that that interaction should have totally been to set in motion that Roman Reigns, he's not here. Well, guess who is here? LA Knight, yeah, and get his shit in, in his face. Instead, it looks like he's going to flip and go with Heyman. Just absolutely. But then he doesn't because Heyman heats on him and makes him small at the end, and LA Knight just takes it. Okay. Terrible writing. Whoever whoever wrote that whoever wrote that has no idea about stakes or heightening a character and how they should be interacting to set to set in motion uh, future events. I'm sure Austin Rocky and Taker would totally be fine with being dressed down by a manager. Yeah, yeah, by by Paul Heyman because he could kick your ass. Uh, Jerry Duty promo. Uh, Dom booze over. Uh, done. Uh, brutes are ready for fight night. Then fight night comes out to, to do it. This is a match. You know, who's going over already. Uh, judgment day up shocker. Um, here's some things I don't like, uh, Inzaguri to Pele kick to double down. I, th- this type of shit in wrestling has got to stop. It makes everybody look stupid. You cannot take an Inzaguri, sell it down and dead uh, or away hit a Pele kick because it's one of the easiest things to do to do a backflip and kick a guy in the face and then die afterwards and just be dead on the mat. It makes no sense psychology wise. And everybody should be a far superior wrestler. If you're on the, the main roster to know the psychology of why that's wrong. It's some ROH dumbass 19 or excuse me, 20, 2020, Jesus, 2012 fucking get your shit in stupidity. Well, I don't understand why the workers are not seeing that they're prostituting out these moves or prostituting bumps on the floor. It just escapes me, man. I've been watching, obviously, a lot of Bret Hart videos and seeing, like, dude, he literally, you want to talk about the five moves of doom from Cena, that was everybody who's ever been over. Savage, Hogan, Warrior, Duggan. I, I could lift Jake Roberts. I, the list goes on and on of guys that I dug in. All these guys are perennial over guys, and the guys that are still alive are still making money off of those pushes. Yeah. It's 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 insane to think that you don't look at that. I, I did the Bret Hart video. It's going out uh, today as we record this about Goldberg ending Bret Hart's career. And I, re, I repeated myself from a previous Bret Hart video to say, WWE, AEW, even Impact. You guys are idiots if you don't bring Bret Hart in to make future generation Bret Hart, even if they they pick up half 
or what he does, they're going to be better than anybody today. Yep, absolutely. But they don't. But you don't take that model. You're. It's almost like it's exactly like what I said it was before. Trying to please an audience of one or two in the back instead of the casual fans that will buy your shirts, autographs, signatures at Comic-Cons 20, 30, 40 years from now. Yep. That's the goal. There was some there were some punches in this that had a ton of air in them too. Like eight inches. Like you guys are selling weird. Um and then after Judgment Day's up, out comes Lashley and the Street Profits. Guys, to challenge your, finish, by the way. Go ahead. They didn't just they didn't just beat those two guys. They squashed them. Mm-hmm. Like Damian Priest pretty much could have pinned, stacked them, pinned. I mean, a choke slam and then a choke slam and one guy on top of the other. You could break a guy's arm. Mm-hmm. And then the double stomp. It's just like, could you have just, you literally took them out the pasture and shot them both. <laughs> That's the way I felt for yeah. guys that are finally getting kind of their groove as a gimmick. Did you feel like they were like, I was like, well, are they going to release these guys? Cause they just, it was, it was cool. a strange way to do it. Cause I know they're trying to make strong heels, but you're about to march out Lashley and the street profits at the end. To get in their face, I thought Lashley and the Street Profits were supposed to be heel too. So now they're back to babies and they just wear suits. That's what they do. So why wouldn't you have Lashley and the Street Profits if you want them to be half-ass heels come down and fuck over that match instead of giving a clean finish? Then we're building business to the tag division and we could have a match like I got to have at Immortal, a four corners tag match because next week we could have somebody else insert themselves into it because – the way they squashed these guys out did no business for them, but it would at least put some heat on somebody to ha- to have that match interrupted. And this is where you could have done a fucked finish to further the story. Well, you, you know why? Because in their mind, they're creating and crossing streams of different gimmicks and different baby faces and heel. They think they're layering it kind of like an ECW thing where everybody kind of was dipping out of each other's universe, but they don't have – they don't have the characters over enough to be able to create the interest in that kind of thing. To it's, me, it seems very Tony. It's 50-50 storyline booking. That's what it is. No, ahead, I, think it, I think it's stepping on business. Like, instead of combining them all together, if you want them all in one segment, that's fine. But you got to have the right business to do that. Just squashing out uh, fight night and then moving on to – uh, street profits is a very Tony Khan thing to do of let the segment end and settle. Don't like, Hey, these guys are gone. March these guys out while they're going up the ramp together. If you want everybody in the same universe, we have a way to put them all in a blender and mix it up. This is not the way to do it. Do you think that, uh, do you think that judgment day feared for their lives? Um, no, because he's got a, a briefcase full of money. So if that doesn't, uh, you know, well, Tony has more than a briefcase full of money that couldn't help him. That's true. That's true. Uh, but we get the OC backstage next, and they're ribbing and having. And you, a, think they're not, you think they're not there, by the way? When AJ got beat up backstage, you think they're not even there? I'm sorry, I got to point that out. But yeah, here they are. They, this is ridiculous. It's Meechin, Some would say that they're that they're doing this shit, bro. So they're back there. I don't know what they're doing, looking at Pokemon cards or some dumb shit, and fucking. AJ comes up to heat on them and they're like, Oh, sorry, bud. <laughs> okay. 
cough break. Sorry, guys. Uh, you know, and and they they they're then they're all boo boo faced and sad sacked that two weeks in a row they didn't have the fucking leader of the crew's back. Why aren't they traveling together? You know, why aren't they going all over to talk to to management together? It's it's very strange, bro. I I meant it had in a work sense that this group doesn't work out, but now I realize. In a shoot sense, they they he needs to stay as far away from these people as possible. <laughs> they do him no favors. Yeah, and the and the reality is, AJ probably used his fucking backstage weight and and say so to get them rehired and bring in Meechin into the crew. He probably orchestrated that because it's all their cool kids club from Japan and fucking Impact, and he probably went out of his way to do that. But in the real storyline, they don't give a fuck about him. <laughs> oh, okay. Oscar promo. Give me more, I said. That's all. They, I care they have about. commodified his friendship. That's what I'll. They, they have com- <laughs> the, the commodifier. That's a good finish. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Uso versus AJ. Um, ew. Uh, a lot of fake punches here to open. They, they did bang, bang, and then. He went to feed and like, dude, he missed him by about that much. And oh, he takes it against the ropes. It was it was pretty rough. Um, but we all can have moments like that, so I won't hold it to him. I put weird psychology and weird spots in this match. Uh, stupid to turn your back on the brother spots. No heel heat, AJ up. I'm not sure what turn your back on the brother spots means. Uh, the solo turned his back on Jimmy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Jimmy got hit, and then Solo got hit or something. Dude, it's it's such a mashup of what am I trying to what, – what what am I even trying to follow watching this? What's the storyline? What's going on with the bloodline? AJ doesn't have real friends. <laughs> like, what? And then Judgment Day comes expect, out. Twice. Yeah, they come out, too. You'd expect OC, and we go off with the old Raw opening on everybody with everybody on the fucking roof smashing each other. But apparently the OC don't give a fuck. Like this was the time to get to crew wars and stable wars, and the the, the stable doesn't the cavalry doesn't ride in. So apparently everybody else can come in and get their stuff in, but the dudes who should have your back don't at all. You're not even being double teamed. You're being double crewed or double group teamed. Yeah. <laughs> and literally, I I don't know, man. This is like you're you're stacking all these supposed heelish or heel teams in it in a in a in a, the same group but then you're gonna have a heel versus heel or a baby face or dude i'm it's confusing it's not exciting yeah. to see what happens next it's like what just happened <laughs> i don't know what just happened yeah and i put uh you know what the fuck this is meechin oc lets aj get killed again after aj wins so AJ up, heels get their heat back right away, but it's not the heels that we thought there was going to be. So I don't know, man. This was a this SmackDown move fast because there was a lot of quick, you know, back to back things. So the flow of the show went there, was there in structure, but the quality of writing from the LA night with Paul Heyman to this finish and and the OC not having AJ's back. The only thing that I, I thought was really over and decent was Shotzi's energy and, uh, you know, damage control and Asuka doing promos. That was about what I enjoyed the most out of this because a lot of it left me scratching my head uh, 
for any psychology, be it in-ring or storytelling conventions? I think because with Shanti, I think it's because office doesn't really care right now, so she's able to have the freedom. Yeah. The LA Knight stuff's being micromanaged to a point where I, and he has that reputation supposedly of being hard to work with. So maybe he's trying to over correct that in a yeah. way and be more political or more agreeable. But this dude, this is not, I'm telling him personally, this is not the time to be agreeable. This is the time to kind of throw your weight around a little bit because the people are behind you and you can't just disappear right now. You got merch, got yeah. all this stuff. They're starting to invest in you. Now's the time to split hairs. Do you agree with that? I agree, and I think you should go hard at uh, Kevin Nash and the internet. Anybody who says that shit, why do a backhanded, such a deep cut where then it gets leaked of, oh, did you know that was a diss on Nash from 1999? Who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. say his name. Like, do you say what you can Well, I'll tell you what right? you can do. Like, that's what Rock did. You can completely call me whatever name you want and, and talk about the video I did on ULA Night for five minutes bury me provide that link let them know you got to go see this yeah. dumb son of a bitch you yeah. have to watch this video five times how <laughs> dare make sure you, you make sure you leave a comment yeah uh, yeah oh man but that was the last smackdown under the mcmahon regime apropos <laughs> uh, you know a lot of head scratching a lot of keister scratching uh choices yeah. uh in this one yeah yeah I would say about this too. I hope someday that we completely lose our jobs at Russo Brand, Hami Media, Stevie Richards Fitness, and end up pocketing one point six billion dollars in cash, and then have a five year thing where I can just be the figurehead and not have to work. I think that's kind of the deal they all got, right? Yeah, but you're going to need a blue briefcase. That's a big thing. What do I say? Um, What would be instead of a senior? What would I do? Um, hmm. Well, my grandparents used to call me Miguel, not Michael. So I could be Miguel in the bank. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I didn't know they had that Latin flavor. Richards, Richard, (laughs) Richardo. Uh, (laughs) I like it. Uh, But thanks, man, for, uh, you know, carrying me through this one. My energy is pretty much zapped from feeling like shit all weekend long hopefully you guys don't catch this uh 36 hour flu bug that's going through but if you do know that hackers been there with you keep the gatorade to you take some tylenol to break the fever and uh don't watch raw because it's only going to make you feel worse i think that'd be the the big thing or the giants uh 40 to nothing for the cowboys uh, i didn't even watch it that was the score 40 to nothing hardneck goes take the giants plus 3.5 okay I stick I stick to his UFC picks before, before. but I was gonna say, what is it with Joe Burrow, Dan Danny, Daniel Jones, and all these people? Once you get paid, what's the mental thing that you have the dog shit game game of the century right after that? What's the conspiracy? Get paid to tank or get paid to lose. Now you got paid, you get you lose. Oh, thumbs up. It means move. Remember that yeah, yeah, yeah. rig video? Yep. It means move. But it, it is kind of weird that, like, the, the, the first round of games, here's a conspiracy theory, those first round of games were very low scoring, and it seems like there was a call. And in those late games, man, it was shootouts. Isn't that weird? 
a lot of weird stuff yesterday. I didn't get to watch the late games because uh, I had 102 fever and was sweating out of every part of my body. But uh, I watched the first round in a fevered pitch, and I was just like, all right, I did well on those. But, you know, for me betting uh, when it comes to NFL and me betting anything, it's a 2 to $5 bet tops. But uh, just to, to look at who's going to get smoked, uh, I got to believe the if you bet against the Bengals and you bet against the Giants, you're going to have pretty good odds of winning and the Texans and probably the Panthers. Those are probably the most four loser teams uh, to, to bet against any franchise. So those will be most of my parlay picks for the next uh, 12 weeks. I think there was sus- something was suspect about the Eagles Patriots games. Cause they, they took their foot off the gas pedal after that first quarter and let it, let yeah, the I didn't watch any of it. they were 16, nothing before the end of the first quarter. They let them back in. Oh yeah, they they almost beat the, the Eagles. It was like twenty two fourteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was a it was a big weekend, and uh, I'm just wondering <laughs> that did they make a mistake with plan? Well, of course they did with pandemic part two that's coming to have NFL kickoff and not enact all your mask shit beforehand because now if you try and get NFL fans to have to go jump through the hoops. You're gonna have you're gonna have some serious fucking fist fights against security, bro. There was there was quite a bit of people already wearing masks because it's yeah. coming. They're they're prepping for it and everything. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's okay. Go put a mask on the, the broadcaster and the computer, see if it works. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get the, the Bluetooth to work better by doing that. Uh but we're long in the tooth here, an hour and eight minutes, you guys. Uh appreciate you Fun. hanging with us for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, not really though. Uh, hanging with us for the 9-11 talk. It's always uh, germane to the horsemen and what we're going through. So uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. A fool can't be shame. Yeah, <laughs> a fool, 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 fool can't, can't, can't get you know, shame again. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I want to point out before we go, I do have, like I said, the Bret Hart Goldberg video. It was the most requested video for a while, so I put no. that up. I personally didn't enjoy it. I don't like seeing anybody – have the career ended, nor the guy that did it have to carry the burden. I say that in the beginning of the video. Yeah. But there was some interesting stuff in that Starcade 99 match. Brett might have been concussed before he even got the kick. Hmm. It didn't help, but I was watching the way Brett was selling. I'm putting the video went up live early access for Patreon, and I'm putting it up later on today. But man, it's a it's a longer video because I really look at the nuances in the match and Brett's not selling or reacting like Brett. I mean, face in the mat, eyes closed, covering his face. You know, all things, if you have a concussion, you don't want those lights. Lights, yeah. Shining. Very, very, like, so I'm not saying he didn't get a concussion from the kick. I'm saying he might have suffered multiple concussions during the course of the match. What match was before that? That'd be interesting to go back and look, too. I don't know. Oh, you mean before his match on the show? No, his match uh, uh, with Goldberg, what was his match and how close was it to that match? Was it like... No, 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 uh, the same match. The same match. No, I, I get it, but was he coming into that match concussed as opposed to something that happened in the match? Did he have a match in the week beforehand that were something... If it, if it was with Goldberg, I could tell you from personal experience, yeah, probably. Okay. And, and, but, uh, but then again, Goldberg, I know he didn't... I'm looking at what he did... He didn't intentionally take his head off. It's just in Goldberg, in Goldberg ways of being light, he's still kicking somebody as hard as he can in the temple. 
Well, he so kicks, he kicks and turns his head away, right? He's no, not no, looking I where broke, he's I, going, no. I broke it down. I thought so. He was looking at him. He was looking at he him. Just, All right. Went, and Brett got his hand up, but putting your hand in front of your temple isn't going to do much of anything. No, dude, or, it's, I think it's one of the more fascinating videos I've uploaded so far because okay. it's shit I discovered as I was doing the video, like, holy shit, wait a minute. So I left all that in there because I was really surprised by a few things as I watched it. You guys can check it out now, patreon.com slash Stevie Richards and also Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis channel on YouTube, you guys. Be a prime subscriber over there and uh, get a master's level breakdown education-wise. And maybe it's a Mandela effect. I remember him looking the other way. Maybe we turned on CERN and... Goldberg was looking at him. Who knows? And if you just wanted like the, the shorter version, it's just Stevie Richards wrestling anal, and that'll yeah. be uh, a and little catchier. <laughs> That's the and thing. you can check out uh, Ben Hameen wrestling Keister. That's going to be my new. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> oh, uh, wrestling Keister. I'll change it just for today. <laughs> so stupid. That had to be a Zoom call. Call, bro. Absolutely, hundred percent. Fucking A. Uh, but uh, I'll be in uh, Westmoreland on 916 in a four corners tag match. Immortal Championship Wrestling. It's a big week in the cannabis, so I'm trying to kick out here. Or else maybe I'll just uh, cough on my hands and go shake hands with everybody at the Office of Cannabis Management. That'd be some nice uh, get back for all the bullshit they put us through. You deserve month. it. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's uh, on behalf of Typhoid Mary Hameen. And big Stevie Cool. Anything else, Stevie, we're missing? You're going to go hit the motorcycle, do some uh, jumps over the shark tank here real quick? Yeah, twist and turns up and down, neck and spine. Love that stuff. Thank you, guys. I'm waiting. Come <laughs> well, on, let's, let's fucking go, you guys. Fear for your life let's here. Let's fucking go. Get vaccinated. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Get vaccinated. Oh, God damn. Mm.